allow me to beg your indulgence for one moment. This is the former intellectual savior of the masses, Damian Sandow, now known as Aaron Stevens, and this message is for Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast by Geo. Just wanted to say congratulations on 100 episodes. That's amazing. That's a great milestone. We're about two years into it. Congrats. Any, you know, two years into anything that shows commitment. I wish you 100 more episodes, and uh, <clears throat> as always, you're welcome. Happy 100. And welcome to a very special Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast, episode 100, goodness me, and of course, with my man Gio. Hey man, we made it. 100, it just fits right. Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> went straight in. Um, and we did tell you we had a very special episode, and we do. Um, we are with multiple guests uh, first up, obviously, a man that has stepped in and done very, very well when Gio has decided to go on holiday and just want to chill. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's been a those for me. <laughs> it's been a few. Uh, of course, Damo, how are you, sir? Good, thanks. I'm good. How are we all? In the dream. It's weird being on with Gio. I know. This is very weird for me to have you both here. I'm not sure how I'm going to handle it. Normally, it's Normally one or the other. In a hallway, so <laughs> yes, the hotel hallway. <laughs> Maybe still my favorite episode of him trying to fight to open the door, but never mind. Um, also joining us once again, Man J Calls. How are you, sir? Welcome back. I'm absolutely grand. Thank you so much for inviting me onto the hundredth episode. And I just want to very quickly go off for a second, just for Geo. Geo, I've got a question for you. A very important question. Oh when... God. On TV, yeah. when was the last time that Eva Marie got defeated? On TV, what? we're not talking pay-per-views or anything like that. We're just talking about <laughs> anything at all. Last night, sir. Last night? Yeah. Yeah, she did. Tell I have a... oh. doesn't watch the product. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good start, Jay. So before last night, but, oh, you know what? I don't care. Fucking just carry on. Well, <laughs> a bit. Ruined and it. you may have heard the, the voice... Um, Maybe <laughs> one of the most popular Twitch streamers of wrestling content, and very, oh, very please. pleased to have you. You got to be up there. It's it's Mastodon. How are you, good sir? Doing well, gents. Thanks for inviting me onto the podcast for episode one hundred. It's a big number. It's a big occasion. Thank. It's a big honor to be to be brought in. Thanks for thanks for bringing me in. Yeah, no, it's been it's an honor for us to have all three of you on here. It's um it's been one hell of a ride actually, and. We just want to shout out to everyone that's ever listened, downloaded, especially everyone in Iran. I know we're big there. We've gone from Japan. We've kind of moved. We started in Holland, went to Japan, and now it's Iran that seems to be downloading us pretty hard. So, uh, but everyone that's ever listened, and just want to thank you. So, we've got some news. Obviously, wrestling is is wrestling right now. It's it's uh, in a bit of a weird place with everyone. Uh, obviously, the biggest news I think over the last week, which I think all of us may have different opinions on. Adam Cole being a free agent. Um, it's still up in the air. I, I get pros and cons on him staying, him going. Very, very strange. I just wanted to reach out. First of all, what do you think you guys will happen with that? We'll start maybe with Damo. What do you think is going to happen with Adam Cole right now? Um, I don't think we'll see Adam Cole in a wrestling ring for a couple of months. I think it's a good time for him to step back and just sort of think about what is actually going to be the best for his career. So looking at it from either angle, he stays in WWE, gets a big fat paycheck, it elevates WWE, it elevates him. He moves to AEW, he gets a big fat paycheck, elevates him, elevates AEW. So it's win-win for him either way. Um, 
I'd like to have seen him go main roster and test himself probably on SmackDown, give something a little bit there, but at the same time you look at AEW and there's some dream matches there for him, so it's... I, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm happy whichever way he decides to go, and I, th- I don't think there's going to be anywhere but them two, but either way, it works for me. Uh, Master, what do you what do you think? I know, obviously, you know you've been a wrestling fan for umpteen years. Um, what do you think? Yeah, since like, the dawn of time. Since uh, the dawn of time. Uh, honestly, uh, I I agree with Damo in that I don't think we're going to be seeing Adam Cole for a bit. Uh, but he does have a a really cool and really unique uh, kind of experience to to inform his decisions because. Of course, his, uh, his partner, I don't know if they're married or if they're dating or whatever uh, with Britt Baker, uh, he's been backstage and seen what the social landscape is like at AEW. Um, so he's got that, he's got that uh, experience behind him. He's also seeing a lot of what's happening uh, being broadcast with, with, with the other wrestling companies, with, with Impact having a lot of agreements uh, with 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 a lot of different wrestling companies. Uh, NWA is, is starting to heat back up again, mm-hmm. uh, especially after this last weekend with their, with their duo pay-per-views that they did. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I, I don't think that we see Adam for a while. I think that right now he focuses on, like Damo said, what's best for his career, but also like working on his, like, you know, his, his, his Twitch stuff. Cause he, mm-hmm. he does do that thing as well. And he and does, does it very it well. Very, very well. Like he, he's um, I, either way, I think wherever he lands, I think it's a non-negotiable. I think that that part, it's a really cool thing about the, you know, live streaming and, and being able to directly connect with your fans that way. I think that is going to be a huge bargaining chip and whichever company basically says like yeah cool keep doing the twitch thing and also as long as it doesn't interfere with your contractual obligations with us that and whichever also all of obviously whichever one's going to give them the biggest paycheck because <laughs> they're putting their bodies their minds on the line their 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 well-beings on the line for our entertainment mm. uh so whoever whoever basically gives the 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 whole package with the silver bow on a golden platter will be whoever gets adam cole baby and as a fan, though, we're, and we're watching as much wrestling co- uh, product as you do. Where would you personally like to see it? Where do you? Yeah, there's so many. Like, I would like to see. Adam, I would like to see Adam Cole be the first person to be signed everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I like. It's like with I. There are just so many people that I would love to see in a match of any degree, even if it's a one-off against somebody who's as talented, as charismatic, who who connects. Uh, to the fans who's who's as much chemistry as Adam Cole does. Um, I mean, I mean, there's the, the they're the big names, obviously Adam Cole and Darby uh, and, and Omega. Um, but then you can look at what's happening in Impact. I'd love to see I'd love to see Adam Cole taking on uh, like the draw. I uh, I would love to see Adam Cole taking on. Uh, I'd like to see Adam Cole versus Moose because just imagine yeah. that just like disparity there in Impact. I'd also like to see Adam Cole taking on a, a Bushi in Japan again. I'd like to see Adam Cole take on a lot of people in a lot of companies. So I, as a fan, I'm going to win regardless of where he signs. Hopefully where he signs, he doesn't have exclusivity. So he can end up finding those dream matches that a lot of people want to see. Yeah, I, I, th- I think wrestling seems to be, seems to be pushing a lot more that direction, you know, like, as wrestling fans, like we win whatever wherever people go at the minute. Like we we are the winners of this. I know 
some parts of Twitter like to see wars and stuff. But I think wrestling as a product is very much moved on from when it was one v the other. I think now we are happy to see such wrestling broadcast. I mean, you could watch wrestling every single day of the week almost at the moment. Like, is there's some on every day and top quality stuff. Um, so yeah, wherever Adam Cole goes, what what's your feelings, Jay? What do you think he will do? Oh, straight back to Ring of Honor, easy. Oh, no, no. Seriously, no. I think I was I was yeah, a little no, no, surprised that you Adam Cole is thirty-two years old. I think he, he's still got plenty of years left in the tank, and no matter where he goes, he is going to be super over. Whether it's heel, yeah. face, tween, or whatever, you, you could literally do whatever you wanted with him, and the crowd would be eating up palm of his hand. We have seen all the little teases from Britt Baker on mm-hmm. twitter all the pictures screenshots from all sorts of places so it is looking like she she will obviously know a little bit more than a normal person would on the whole situation so it does look like it's sort of leaning towards AEW. however i would like to see him at least have a shot on smackdown or more than likely raw because state of raw at the moment needs a character like adam cole in there to elevate it because i'm pretty sure we'll probably go into it at some point today mm. anyway just raw has been absolutely just so Bad. substandard oh, it, yeah. yeah it has been horrendous and adam cole could be the catalyst to get a few more eyes onto the raw side and potentially elevate that show yeah people so said I, that I, about carrying cross and then they turned into a bootleg shredder yeah oh like, man i i, I love with... that look <laughs> I just the thing I, what gets me is they put cross on it like we've never seen him before. That's what annoys me with some of this call up. Like they 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 even debuted him as the NXT champion. So even say a casual fan would have tuned in to see him on NXT, and they see that he doesn't look like that. I just I don't and I don't get this. Why did he have the few losses at the beginning if they're going to book him as strong? As they are now. Because like, you can't have that developmental brand look like good. We're gonna make it look like garbage, pal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? like, like, let's have Jeff Hardy roll him up to make him look like a baby face, and then the next week he's just squashing everyone. Like just... Vince was actually there in my ears. So I've got to felt like Michael Cole for a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Remember to say those catchphrases on that merch, pal. Yeah. Vintage. <laughs> Keep in mind, it's the same group that's trying to make you think that Dewdrop isn't Vi- isn't Viper Nevins. Yeah, and we all know her. <laughs> like, I, 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 what I don't get is from a, well, you know, before we move on to the AEW stuff, is SmackDown but, uh, is so good. Like SmackDown right now is so good. Maybe my favorite show, I would argue. And Raw is literally the complete opposite. How can a company be so divided between Friday and a Monday? What do they do at the weekends? To make such a change, you know, I I can't get my head around it. Um, but yeah, Adam I'm Cole on and Raw would would be great for USA Network, seeing that they seem to be missing out I'm on everyone. And I think he's gonna reform the kingdom over in ROH. <laughs> they they got both Taven and uh, Canellas over there. Yeah, uh, you never know. All companies seem to be making a bit of comeback, but I think it's the fans. Fans want to see more, you know. Fans want to see good wrestling, no matter what, I think, is, is the main thing. Dark Order. Yes, join, go and lead the Dark Order like everyone. <laughs> oh, I will say, however, Aaron Cole, like his, his chapter in NXT has ended pretty much perfectly. Yes. Like, I, 
I, I don't think we could have asked for much more. Kyle O'Reilly needed that win at the end. And Absolutely. he managed to get it. And yeah, I, I think definitely will not see him in NXT ever again. No. So the only only way is AEW or stay on, you know, go to the supposed main roster. No we'll way. see. I mean, he he has in the past been very vocal saying about getting to WWE was kind of his his long-term goal. I mean, he has said it before. That is the success maybe on NXT is what I think the success and legacy he's going to leave behind on NXT being seeing that NXT is changing again. Adam Cole could that could be one of the greatest ever that has been through NXT. Does he maybe leave it there after seeing what happens on the main roster? That I could believe, you know? It could be a risk. Uh, but there are so many dream matches like Adam Cole Edge. I mean, can you imagine that like, we would never have even thought about that? But then on the other side, Adam Cole CM Punk, like on I I don't know, like to Adam Cole, Darby Allen would be an absolute banger. Like, Penta Adam Cole. I, I just don't know. There's so many matches I want to see Adam Cole do. But I think he does one contract at WWE and then goes to A. You, you forgot yes. a big one that, that appeared on Impact. Adam Cole, formerly Bullet Club, Switchblade Jay White, the leader of the Bullet Club. Yeah, see? That's on Impact, too. I mean, an Impact have just they've signed Buddy Murphy, haven't they? And there's talk that Bray's going to go to Impact. Osler Bron- somebody take my money. Osler yeah. Bronze definitely signed over there too. Oh really? See, Bron can stay wherever yeah. he is. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I was never really a Braun Strowman fan. I was yeah. never impressed by the guy. I was like, well, he's big. He's got a beard. He's got Braun a is- terrible catchphrase. The stereotype in it. Is that what Vince likes? You know, Joe was the guy, the berserker. Reminded me of the Berserker. Do you remember way back when? Like, Braun was just another Berserker for me. Big guy, grunts a lot, can throw people around and scream. Uh, yeah, I wasn't really a Braun guy. But Bray and Braun on, on Impact. I mean, Bray, I think, would be perfect on Impact. That's where that Matt Hardy thing worked. I think they would leave Bray to do whatever the hell he pleased, however crazy. I think it would be perfect for him. He would be completely left alone. But that's just my view. Um, but obviously this week, big pay-per-view, uh, upcoming AEW All Out, looking pretty good, or is it? I mean, obviously it's the return of CM Punk, um, can you believe we're actually looking forward to seeing CM Punk wrestle the match? Like, I just, I still can't get my head around that's ever been a thing that we're going to see again. Um, so we'll start right there, CM Punk, Darby Allen. how do you think it's going to go? you think they, does it hurt Darby Allen? Being CM Punk's first match? Absolutely not. No. no. It gives they, it a they, they are strapping a rocket right to the back of Darby Allen, and they are sending him as far as he can go. No, this is going to elevate Darby Allen to, in, in, in my estimation, very near that, like, five years ago Omega status already. By putting that on this, by putting that kind of match, isn't isn't all out in Chicago as well? Yes. Yeah. So hometown show, return show, first one in like eight nine years for CM Punk. Darby Allen's the opponent. No, win, lose, a draw. Darby Allen is is set in the wrestling scheme for the next fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. I, and quite rightly, Darby Allen is is a talent. Like, how old is he? Like twenty four? Like, isn't he like just a baby? 
Like, and they even say, don't they, your your best in the rest of between thirty and forty. Then this guy still got maybe ten years before he's even at his prime. You know, and he's yep. this, this good now. You know, and being he's been aligned with Sting, and now he's fighting Punk. Yeah, no, I, I just read some. I've I've heard some stuff. You know, does it? You know, does Darby Allen maybe can eat the loss? Something. Yeah, CM Punk in it. They'll put on a bag. Oh, I absolutely think that 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 Darby is going to take the job. He's he's going to he's going to uh he's gonna lose that match. CM Punk's return match, I think that he will lose. It will be an incredible match that ends most likely in an Anaconda Vice. Um Maybe they just which, pass out. If I'm not mistaken, will be the first time that Allen will have physically tapped out. He passed out to Brian Cage. Um, but I don't think that he's actually submitted in a match. So, um, that would be, that'll be like another big moment. Um, but I think that that's what happened. And how do you guys, uh, how do you feel about Punk's return? Obviously we touched it last week with other guests. How would you rate that in wrestling moments yourselves? Salty. The yeah, man still has salty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He didn't like the promo. I, I, you know, for me, the only part of the promo is okay if you want to come out and say that that part, that part of your career didn't happen. Don't make the ice cream bar reference. But that could be me just picking holes. I just thought if you're gonna erase it, erase all of it. You know, like I maybe understand. We know the history, Punk and WWE. We know how they treated him. We we get it. We on the side of Punk. I just think you can't make the two references myself. But I'm hyped. Like his music hit, that's this hype in it. Yeah, it was the first time in a while that I've stayed up to watch AEW live. Normally mm. I watch it about seven days after it's aired on yes. British TV. Okay. When I've already heard all the spoilers and nothing yeah. matters to me anymore. Um, but I, I I signed up to a free trial of Fight just so I could watch it. And it, I think if I wasn't a punk fan and it wasn't as big with his music hitting it being seven years... I'd have probably just been like, yeah, an okay promo, but because of everything that was attached to it, it was it was a big moment. Yeah, it's a very big, very very big. Uh, right, rest of the cage, uh, rest of the cage, rest of the card is looking pretty good for all out. Now, is all out like their WrestleMania or no? Would you say no. a different one? Which one would you say is? Their Isn't I thought that I thought that all in was the WrestleMania. All in is the WrestleMania. Okay, yeah. Or is all in the Royal Rumble because it has the has the men thing I, yeah battle it has the uh, casino battle royale thing yeah i'm yeah, not they're sure doing, yeah they're doing the female one for all out i mean yeah oh okay i'm um, gamble right if they uh alternate it between both so all in has the men's all out has the women's uh, yeah because that's, that's what yeah. i'm fine with that 21 yeah. woman casino battle royale there's still obviously 10 to be announced you expecting any shocks in there any signings uh, i'm gonna say ruby right because she just changed her yeah. name to Oh, oh Ruby! Oh my God! Sorry. I'm I'm expecting <laughs> Ruby in the basketball. who's who's Ruby Riot? The riot is over. Haven't you seen the YouTube video? Yeah, that was about to say. Yes, yeah, it, it, so, they've been really good. I they, really uh, enjoyed them. Yes, and I can see that being a Tony Khan thing where he'll buy the rights to the music, like he did Jungle Boy and the or Tarzan Boy and the rest of them. By the way, uh, my favorite part of AEW in any show is every time Taz sings that entrance. Just have to say. <laughs> every time you hear Taz emit that yodel or whatever, just, just it sounds like he gets electrocuted. I'm okay with it. 
Taz, Taz to me has definitely stepped up into that Paul Heyman role over there, though. Like I see, I look at him and I look forward to his promos much like I do Heyman on the other side. I have to say, I think Taz has just he's just got it down right now, and he like his whole. I I loved Taz when he was on commentary, like with Jim Ross's stuff. Taz was great. Um, but yeah, for me, like he's got that sort of Heyman promo vibe with him over there. Uh, maybe because he's been allowed to, but yeah, really, really good. Um, so yeah, 21 women can see the battle. Well, obviously 10. We would expect Ruby Riot. You don't think anything of the Iconics or anything like that? You think they? I was them? going to say that we are going to see at least. I, I I would think that we 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 see the the inspiration is what they're going for uh, yeah, going by now. Both yeah. of them. You don't get just one. It has you don't get one. I think I think number 21 is actually both of them entering at the same time. Ooh. Ah, okay. Yeah, that's not a bad. Like you, like like the lights are. It's like it's like you know the countdown, about five seconds of silence, and then like on like the Trons. I don't know what they call their Tron. The, the, we're gonna call it the Tony Trons, the Contron. Uh, you just see like two eyes, and then like and then like the lights come up, and then it's like them standing in front of each of the eyes. I think that that's what happens. I could think that. I could think that. But yeah, I think yeah. for me, those three, I would expect to see maybe some other borrowed borrowed people to fill the other 10 slots but i'm expecting those three myself uh match wise uh john moxley taking on satoshi kojima um it'll be a banger it's what moxley does lately um just think that'll be a banger uh one i'm most looking forward to other than paul white versus qt marshall of course who isn't um uh. Yeah, I know, right? Like, come on. Listen, the only reason I'm looking forward to that match is once again entrances, and and you hear you see no more BS and where. <laughs> I always found like Big Show's music. Whatever you think about him, you can't help but sing along when that music. No, hits, yeah, that's true. You sing mm -hmm. <laughs> like I, I went to a, a live show and he was taking on Kane, I think, in a tables match. And that's when I first noticed his music come on, and the whole arena was singing, but none of us realized why. Like, you don't even think, oh, wait, why? Well, yeah, it's big shows. But yeah, no, the one I'm most looking forward to, Puck versus Andrade. Yes, I think that could potentially be one of those steal the show matches. I think it will absolutely tear the house down. Andrade's looking good. Puck is just awesome. Um, I think that would be a hell of a match. I mean, that's really good for some undercard. Uh, TNT Championship is up for grabs. Miro versus Eddie Kingston. You think Eddie pulls it off? I think Eddie wins myself. I'm I'm definitely gonna go with uh Moro uh defend yeah, defend, sorry, defending that one. He's been on Ooh. an absolute roll lately. And his but, whole uh God thing as well is just absolutely brilliant. I love it. God's uh, favorite champion is like the best gimmick that I've ever heard. Yes. <laughs> and and for some reason he just he delivers it so damn well it's flawless it's like mm. it's just like it just like it was sitting in his core for the longest time and it just I, came I, out that, that is just ends up creation just mm. going wild and i am i'm completely here for it i think he'll win and you'll get the surprise return of Lana helping him win oh see i i always think that the when it comes to the tnt championship it go it it leaves when the person is hot and it goes to the person who needs it the most. I think that I think that Miro is he's he's nuclear hot right now. And that's why I think that he drops it. I think he drops it to Eddie Kingston. Yeah, um, I, I do. Because I think that 
his util- his need for the championship is gone. And I think that Kingston, who is kind of, who started off in AEW with that with that with that stuff with Cody mm. and started off like incredibly hot in that respect. Um and that I and then he kind of cooled down. He became he came like like you know Moxley's sidekick. He you know they have like the fun stuff for their doing their stuff and like the whole death match saved fart him of an explosion from, saved him from them as explosions. <laughs> yes, yeah, so saved him from the fart of yeah. the explosion. <laughs> um, saved him from 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 Oldberg's pyro. Uh, <laughs> I think it goes on Kingston to try to re-legitimize him as a singles competitor. Yeah. I, I've got Kingston in that one. I think Miro, after a bit of a slow start, this TNT Championship run and, and stuff has just been perfect. They're finally being booked as we expected him to do, to do over there. Um, I think it was a bit of a dodgy start. The, way the best started. man was a terrible gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, Absolutely. it was a great begin. It was a great debut with the theme song and like, you're the best man, Miro, Miro. It was a great debut. Terrible gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't mind best man. I thought the terrible gimmick was him fighting over broken Xboxes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> we, we, we've it, all done it. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, yeah, we have. <laughs> Sometimes you just fight with a game disc, right? Right, yeah. Jay? Oh, <laughs> oh, man. There That's it is. Late. That's not for till later. Listen, it's still the greatest clip I've ever seen. Just the calmness, the fury of unable to snap it and just walk it off, get some scissors. <laughs> I was just thinking they couldn't snap a disc and I need to go back to the gym, Jake. No, well, well, warm discs, you can't snap them. Cold ones, they actually snap. I learned that day. Yes, you did. <laughs> we all learned that day. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, we move on. Uh, AEW World Tag Team Championships, Young Bucks, Lucha Brothers, I mean, it'll be a banger, whatever happens. Still Cage, you think the Young Bucks retain, or you think it's time for them also to, like, hand them over and move on? No, I'm not a Young Bucks fan. I struggle with them. I don't see the hype. I mean, so so to answer this, I'm going back to a match that we just kind of glanced over earlier. Uh, Andrade versus Pac. Um, I actually think that the Lucha Brothers turn on Pac. Mm, yeah, join up with Andrade, Ooh. and then later in the night, Andrade finds some way to influence the match to help the Lucha Brothers uh, gain the tag team championships. Do so you think they're going to push Andrade's uh, crew as, as like the next big thing over there, as the next stable? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then eventually, that. and then eventually, the Lucha Bulls will drop the titles, and then AEW will finally come out with the trios tag team championships that I've been trying to talk about since for like the last six months. <laughs> Yeah, they, they've definitely got the roster and the teams to make them titles really something. Like, 100% agree. Rio's title definitely would be new, different, exciting. They've got the right guys that could defend it and fight for it. Yeah, that would be awesome. Guardian and the Lucha Bros. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. But yeah, I think it's time the Young Bucks hand it over. Um, but I still don't. I don't get that. I, I don't know. I've tried. I've tried. Um, also, final fight. They're from Rancho Cucamonga, and they have ridiculous facial hair. What? The thing is, I suppose the way that they act, you're supposed to feel like I do. You're supposed to hate them. You know what I mean? Yes, so they are, they are heels. Aspect, yeah, as that aspect, I do hate them. So they've done their job very well. You know. So I guess I, <laughs> you know, 
Um, final fight, Jericho loses. He'll retire from in-ring competition. Um, I think he loses, but obviously there'll be loopholes. We do love a loophole, uh, but I do think he loses because uh, he's basically on tour, isn't he, from next week? He's, or... I'm going to say his tour starts on the 1st of September, runs through until, I think, the middle of October. Then he has two weeks off, flies to Europe, does a tour of the UK and a little bit of Europe. And he's back sort of February time, isn't it? I think I think tour wise, it all ends back end of January. So are you, we expected him to to lose? Oh, now his contract runs out January. He has got the option of another year. Do you actually think this could be Jericho taking a long break though, from wrestling? Do you think he's done what he's had to do in AEW, so now he can go and chill? The man is like what, like fifty four? Mm. Yeah, he, he's something like. He's 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 been doing this like Jericho was like one of the first people that I started wrestling with when TVs were black and white and I needed to like turn the dial just <laughs> yeah. to, to to change the channel like, like while he's on tour he gets rid of this dad gut he's got <laughs> he's fifty four hey, when I'm in when I'm that age I hope I look anywhere near the shape that Jericho does <laughs> and not like a bag of it's not like you know like a bag of sour cream all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, the just try not to body shame Jericho for being a fifty-year-old dude who still looks good. <laughs> but do you think, like, do you think this is? I think he loses. Chances? I think he loses. But I think that uh, obviously, I MJF is the best heel in the business. There is no disputing that. Anybody who argues against that is is blind. Mm. Um, MJF cheats. MJF cheats to win. Um, trying. I'm trying to think of like some sort of like callback because this whole thing with like. The trials have been like, oh, like, like they've been various ways to break down Jericho. Uh, the the thing with Hooventude was actually just like a chef's kiss. The top rope Judas effect was sloppy, but yeah. the the Hooventude thing was a very nice full circle thing to like the very first promos that they had. I I think that either MJF explodes a bottle of the bubbly over Jericho's head, uh, and the referee doesn't see it, or like something happens. It's like a callback that. You want to know what I think it is? Lance Storm. Lance you think Storm. what? I think Lance Storm is going to come and help MJF win. Interesting. That's that's um, my gut. I was expecting okay. Lance Storm at some point of this five labors. Like, there's a lot of history with Jericho and Storm. I was expecting Storm at some point. Uh, maybe at this one. That's that's uh, my do gut. You feel, do you feel with these five labors, they could have sort of like staggered it a bit and we could have had this match at um all out the fifth labor being mjf with this added stipulation instead we've got the match two times in a row and i'll be honest it's not actually a match i'm i'm looking forward to at all it would be the one match i'd actually probably cut from the whole show wow what you just I actually agree feud? you just i think it's gone on too long it, maybe it's it's a little too long. close to wwe's yeah booking where it's like oh you 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 really like this you really like these people against each other well we're gonna put them against each other for seven straight weeks (laughs) (laughs) this labor was clearly just so they can get a moment of the fans singing his theme song again and they could have done that at all out i think i think they could have literally done the fifth labor at all out with every single every single stipulation could have had mjf saying no judas and then the following week Chris Jericho just so confident his girl when it would say, "Hell, I'll retire if I don't beat you." 
have it feel like a natural build kind of thing. Yeah. To what Darius said. Yeah, sorry. About Landstorm. Um, Landstorm said in an interview in March that him and Jericho had a pact that they their last thing in the ring would be together. And that would be their retirement would be together. See? Telling you, Landstorm. The most boring we're, man in wrestling. Still my favourite promo of Austin's when he was just calling that storm boring. I have to just put that out there. I love that. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Without Jericho, where's the rest of the inner circle going to go? On their own thing. I think they'll be okay. I don't think the they inner circle... Over. Yeah, I don't think inner circle... I mean, the guys in it need him. Jericho. I just think that AEW as a whole and Jericho, I think they've helped each other as much as they need to. Jericho being I, off for a bit now with what they've got and the fan base that they have and the, the momentum they have, don't think they need Jericho like they did at the beginning. And I can see that being Sammy's breakout is, you know, mm. petering from this inner circle thing. Exactly. You could do some Sammy MJF stuff. I mean, who wouldn't want to watch that? Like, my God. Well, and also keep in mind that like one of the, if, if, if in my estimation, one of the best things that AEW has done as far as booking as a whole has been using their older talent, to build up their younger talent as what you should do with legends and mm. people who are, you know, closer towards the twilights of their career. Um, I see that as a perfect opportunity to hand a baton off to Sammy, to Sam, uh, to, 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 I was going to call them LAX. Yeah, I still do. I know. Don't worry. I still do it. Just yeah. I'm proud and powerful, don't it? Uh, I'm proud and powerful. I just, yeah, they're it's, LAX. That's yeah. not a name I like, but go, you know. Go and buy uh, some rights and get LAX. Santana and Ortiz. Either way, Santana <laughs> and Ortiz. Like, I, like this, is, this would be a very natural, very seamless way to hand the baton over to talent like that. Yeah. To continue on with the inner circle or to build up something new, something, something better. Definitely. Uh, where do you think... Daniel Bryan turns up in all this, and does he? Um, after Omega's beat Cage. Yeah. That's why I avoided saying that one, because Omega's not losing to Christian Cage twice. Let's not get me no. started on Christian Cage beating Omega for the Impact title, because I was very It makes sense. That. But I do understand it, but I, I didn't like it. Like, he had him run through all of Impact's main eventers to lose to Cage. I know it was cheating, but I... I Cage is an Impact Hall of Famer. <laughs> he is. And he... Yeah, I know. But do you think it's, Daniel it's Bryan not, It's not, not selling Christian Cage. If you remember Christian Cage, back when he was on Impact, he was, in my opinion, probably one of the top three Impact champions when yeah. he had his like primary runs. And I have to say, I think his, his TNA run is what made me... Yeah, TNA, not Impact, rather. Sorry. Yeah, so, yeah same thing. Um, Christian's that Impact TNA championship and his whole run there is what made me look at him as a higher star than maybe he is. I think his performance there is what really highlighted. I think he did his best work there myself. I enjoyed him more on TNA. So, yeah, but Not yes. That, but wasn't he still in WWE when he got inducted into the TNA Hall of Fame? Did think, they like broker a deal so. for him? I think it was, it was the same Blair, right? same deal as Rock inducting yeah, Shamrock, like, wasn't it? I think. Yeah, it was like, we'll let you borrow Flair if we borrow Christian or something like it. Yes. Was like the that's, that's what I think it is. I'm sure. Yeah. Because they've always had pretty good relationship, like impact with everyone. Like they loaned RVD, didn't they? For for that, like 
Raw Legends thing that they did. They let him use RVD. He was still at Impact at the time. Impact are just like, yeah, we work with anyone. We don't care. You can just take who you want. It's all good. <laughs> Give us some guys. But you think Daniel Bryan definitely shows? You don't think there's any funny business? You think that's done deal, signed, sealed, delivered? I'm going to go against everyone and say I don't think he will. <laughs> really? Yeah, I, I just I just don't see it. With it's too obvious. On the show. Yeah. It's too obvious. Punk's already like on the, the same... show. You've got a really solid card. I, I, I don't... I think I went with Punk and Darby Allen as maybe a main yeah. event as well. Honestly, what I was thinking what was going to happen, um, and this was until I heard that Christian Cage was going to get a match against Omega at, uh, at the, at the pay-per-view. I thought what was going to happen is that we were going to walk into all out with, with, with Kenny, not having an opponent cuts like, like the, the, the heeliest heel promo in the ring and something being informed about being crazed about like losing the, 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 the impact championship to Christian cage. Um, and then like lights go out, crowd goes silent, crowd gets a little louder. All of a sudden you hear final countdown and that's where oh. Brian Danielson comes out. And that, that's what I thought what would have happened is that like an impromptu match against Omega that was like built up, but not announced. But then they were like, Christian Gage has got a match against him. I was like, oh, well, that goes, there goes that plan. I just feel like with Punk debuting and everything, it's going to kill the pop if he needs to come also. Because then it's, you know, you, you got Punk's pop, then Daniel Bryan's pop. All within like two, three weeks. is a bit maybe overkill, isn't it? I don't know, though. Chicago is like one of the best wrestling cities exactly. in the world. If you're going to do it, do it in Chicago. You could get away with that. You know, they're not going to. It's like there are like three places that you can get away with it. It's like Chicago, uh, London and like New York or maybe maybe uh, Montreal. You've just given me a theory. Oh, I mean, there's nothing to say that Christian Cage gets attacked by the good backstage at some right? point. And mm-hmm. then uh, and then your theory of Omega not having a match coming out, just like, oh, I wonder what happened to Christian Cage. Declaring and the winner then... sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> and we all cry and laugh, and it's, it'll be fantastic. Speaking of um, what you just said about London, Macedon, uh, Tony Khan did say that he's hoping in the next couple of years to get an AEW pay-per-view held at um, Craven Cottage in London, which is where... Fulham yeah. play, so yeah, you know, right. that's they something are, for us to maybe look forward to. I just what I what for, as a Brit for AEW, we need a better TV deal. Like, yes, we, we have 100%. to have to have it. We get so it shows on a Wednesday. We get highlights late Friday night. Um, I think that's the the way on a channel that no one really cares about. They TV definitely, four. yeah, definitely, definitely need a better TV deal. Sky haven't got no wrestling. I don't know why they haven't reached out to them. I don't know. Yeah, we need a better TV deal because, as you say, I don't really watch it because I've caught up on highlights and links and, you know, so I never watch it on a Friday night. So it's completely pointless. So I, I don't know. We need a better TV deal. Anyone in Iran that's got connections to AEW, hook us up with a better TV deal. <laughs> now, we did miss one match out and we'll obviously go over it and then we'll tell you why we missed it out and left it till last. Obviously, the AEW Women's World Championship Britt Baker taking on Chris Statlander. What a match this is going to be, first of all. Do you think Britt retains? Is it still that division is based around her right now? Start with Damer. Yeah. 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 I think she retains. She's doing such good work with the belt. And 
I think whilst, yeah, Statlander since coming back from her injury has been really good, I think it's probably not the right time to take the title off Brit. AEW does not do short title reigns. They don't. That is one thing. They 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 really they really make their champions feel untouchable. They don't do short title reigns. I don't know if you guys have realized this. Mm-hmm. They've they've been what three women's champions since they since they came out about it was Sheeta, um, Nyla Rose, and uh was there one more? Vio. Right. Yeah, so like four yeah, so right. the so, so yeah, four champions. They they don't do short title reigns. She's no. literally she literally just got the championship like not too long ago. One, that's enough reason for me to say they're not losing. Two, she is if arguably if if you're not gonna say Darby or Omega, I would say that she is their like hottest talent. Yeah. She is really she is their most over talent right now. It's gonna be a banger of a match. I am I am a I am a Statlander fan. Mm-hmm. I think it is going to be a great 20, 25 minutes. And uh Britt Baker wins. Yeah. And because I feel like she is she is perfect champ right now. And they are fixing the division underneath her where some people are gonna come through. It is getting better when you think of the train wreck it was at the beginning. It is getting much better. And there's enough free agents out there to add into that, to really make that a good division. There's enough out there now for them to get. Um, but yeah, you can't, you don't take the title off Britt Baker. I think the only title that potentially changed had tag and the TNT championship. You know, the match I see happening eventually because they, they did it with the men. So why not with the women? I see Deanna Peraza versus Britt Baker. Yeah. That would be yeah. incredible. Deanna yep. Peraza, just, <laughs> I I I have been I have been craving that since 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 Deanna left the WWE's umbrella of 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 brands. Um, I I flat out said when she left, I was like, she's like she's a star, and people yeah. just don't see that. Mm-hmm. I've always been a big Deanna Peraza fan. Um, and, and I eventually see Peraza versus Britt Baker, and she's been absolutely perfect in Impact for me. Impact's women's division always been hot. So yep. good. They've they've done that always perfect to me. Like I don't remember a time really where they didn't know how to book the women and book them well. You know, I've I've always said it for a very very long. They uh they know what they're doing there. But yeah, I think Britt Baker wins. But the reason we left it last because Geo's been out being quite busy this week. So obviously we had Damian Sandow saying, "Hey, what's up?" at the beginning, <laughs> and Geo pulled some strings in places he's not blocked in, and we got a little. <laughs> Five and a half minute interview with Chris Statlander herself, which you can hear right now. Hello. Hi. Thank you for joining. No problem. How are you? I am fine. This is a big honor. No problem. All right. So I just got a few questions and then we can, you know, wrap it up from there. Um, no tell us a little bit about how you got into wrestling, what inspired you? Um, so I didn't know anything about wrestling when, uh, I started wrestling. I kind of just met some friends and they were wrestlers and I was like, that's cool. Uh, and I started doing some stunt work and then they were like, let's, uh, let's just bring you in as like a manager or something. And that's kind of similar and I was like okay sure so I was a manager for like two years and then I started training because I just like yeah I'll just give it a try and then that's kind of how I got into it nothing really not a whole lifelong dream or anything 
didn't really know anything about it. I just was like, uh, I'll just give it a go and uh, see where it goes from here. So where do you see yourself in AEW? Like, what are your, what is Chris Statlander's plans for, you know, the future? I don't know. Uh, take over, I guess. Uh, I have the big pay-per-view match coming up. So hopefully win the belt, I yeah. guess. I don't really know. <laughs> Um, wherever the wind takes me. I know you were out for a bit last year with that injury. That had to have been rough. Yeah, oh, it was horrible. So bad. Um, what, like, what would be, let's say, your favorite wrestling pay-per-view, any sort of thing like that? Because I do do pay-per-view reviews on here also. So, like, ones that we do at AEW? It could be just anything. Uh, I mean, all of the AEW pay-per-views are um, a big deal because we don't have that many. And there's no, like, one specific, like, huge one just yet. Like, we don't have our, we have we don't really have our, like, WrestleMania pay-per-views, yeah, I yeah. think, compared to. So, I think all of them are pretty much as big of a deal as any other. Um, they're all very special, all very important, and they all have their own uh, unique characteristics to them. Like one thing, uh, what was it, Double or Nothing? I think they've done the stadium stampede at two years in a row now, which is always so fun to watch. But um, each each pay-per-view has their own little special things, and I don't, I don't think there's really one that uh, stands out above the others. <laughs> I'm trying to think here. Um, tell us a little bit about, I know you trained with Creator Pro. Right. That's that's where you, you know, you trained with Brian Myers and all of them. How was training over at Creator Pro? I loved it. Um, once they really, like, saw that I was serious about wrestling, everyone, not just uh, Brian and Pat, the head trainers, but every single person there that had been there before me had really taken me under their wing and it's just a very like brotherhood family type place to be so it was a really really good place to be in and it was all about everyone like wanting to lift each other up and there was no like jealousy or anything if one person got got some more opportunities over another person like everyone just wanted to see and continues to just want to see each other succeed so it's a really just it's a really special place in my heart and all over like I just I just love it so much it, it was probably like the best place the best option I could have had for uh, my start and uh, right before we go well I was just trying to I just had the question hold on <laughs> who's okay. been there it is who's been your favorite opponent so far Ooh, that's a really that's a really tough one because um, I really love to work with anybody that wants to work with me and that's always it's always such like a, a good feeling when you have an opponent and they're like oh i'm so excited to wrestle you uh and i've been fortunate that to have that feeling and that mutual like desire to wrestle someone with a lot of people now so it's uh there's no one specific person but anyone who's willing to push me to my limits and pass them and anyone that's willing to let me push them as well. I always love people that are, that trust me enough to go outside of their comfort zone. And I, I do that a lot to people. I kind of, cause I like to do some crazy things. So I like to try and see who's, who, who I can push a little bit to do some crazy stuff with me. 
and any dream opponents or anybody you're wishing to work with? Um, anybody, really. Anybody I haven't gotten a chance to wrestle, I would love to. Uh, in AEW specifically, I cannot wait for the day I can wrestle uh, Serena Deep for sure. I've been waiting to have that match, and I hope that she gets healed up from her little injury soon so we can make that happen. Right. Well, it's been a pleasure, Chris Statlander. Thank you for doing this for our 100th episode. Um, no problem. Thanks for having me. No problem. It's been an honor. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, Gio, congratulations on that, man. And how great of her Thank to take you. time out of her busy schedule to do that. That's uh, amazing. See, episode 100, everything gets creeped out. Um, right, what I did want to touch on after all that, um, obviously both you guys, for me, I can only talk for me then. I know you guys, neither of you are very good at taking compliments, but from a wrestling content in, taken in point of view, you guys are up there with probably two of the best over time. I know Jay's obviously taking a bit of a break. See clip that I'll probably attach in the Twitter to be Definitely. fair. A break. Yeah, Let's see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was good about it. A break. Um, but obviously. No, you well. got to take this sometimes or else you'll snap. <laughs> I was just about to say, I'm going to send Nick the link and ask him to uh, do some snap editing, but yeah. Mastodon beat me to it. Nice. Snap <laughs> edited. Poor Jay. Jay was very upset. Like, very upset. Have you ever had uh, anyone walk out on the podcast? Uh, yeah, the Taco Geo's Bell delivery man. Yeah, Geo's <laughs> gone to get his Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, obviously you guys, a lot of your content from past and current is around obviously the WWE 2K games. Um, how are your, first of all, gut feelings of what's coming, like being March now for the new release? How does that, you know, how does that change maybe what you're planning? How do you feel about it? Are you confident in any way? Um, we'll obviously start with Master because, you yeah, know, you're, you're the one that very much revolve around the game, like some, most of your content. Yeah. Um, honest, I mean, like, if you look historically with, with WWE or F or whatever games, their best games have been released in March. Mm -hmm. No Mercy, WrestleMania 2000, uh, WWE SmackDown, All Stars, all had March releases. No, um, so good. It no. makes the most sense. And also, what is WWE's biggest, the biggest event in the WWE calendar is WrestleMania. So you could use a lot of crossover promotion for there. Mm -hmm. um, and I see that happening from a business standpoint. To me, March makes a lot more sense than November. Plus, a lot of their changes happen physical like set changes things like that happen in october so by the time by the time the game comes out it's already looking severely out of date it looks a full year out of date um i'm 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 always going to err on the side of especially after the uh the calamity that was the last yeah. title <laughs> yeah i'm i'm different that's been extremely nice. I, yeah. I, I'm trying to use words because I don't, I don't know what would get censored on the podcast. So. Oh, no, there's, there's no yeah, there's not much. I've got Geo here. Oh, you know, you know all Geo All right, now. fine. Fair <laughs> enough. I, but either way, after everything that was 2K20, um, I'm, I'm not going to, like, I'm not the person to hype a game up before it comes out. Because no game, no matter how good it is, 
can live up to six months, eight months. If you're the AEW game, a year or two years uh, wrestling code, that same time frame of 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 build up from the audience. No game can. It doesn't matter. It, I'm sorry. Shit's different. <laughs> I said it's different. Sure, that's the catchphrase we're going with soon. Um, oh, that's the catchphrase we're going with. But like, no game can live up to that prolonged period of hype. So I'm not trying to get myself any sort of like enthused or trying to trying to roll the hype train out for a game that we, as a whole, at this point, have probably seen a total of three and a half seconds of alpha footage. So, kind of a wishy-washy answer. I am hoping that the next game knocks it out of the park and shuts all. I have said this. I have said this time and time again on the live streams. I've said this time and time again uh, in conversations. I hope that the game is so good that it makes it so that wrestling fans and video game fans are incapable of complaining, and that itself is impossible. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and Damo, obviously, you you actually do a lot of work. Thanks for that, by the way. Um, yeah. With 2K20 still, um, yeah. obviously, mm. our approach on our channel, we, we only do once a week, uh, was to pre-record so we could try and limit the amount seen. But obviously, that's meant Damo has gone gray and now... Yeah, smaller. Yeah, animals. working with two K twenty made me lose a bunch of hair. I like to dye mine to, to my hairline went back like four or five inches for working with that game, and I, I know that because after switching from twenty back to nineteen, my hair has started to grow back. So, Listen, I've been yeah. I've been in plenty of Discord calls where he had to like sit there and pre-record the matches, and Davo is just losing his shit. Yep. Yeah, yeah, like proper angry. So, what are you hoping for? Like, um, like that you never have to look at a game again. I, <laughs> so, what what I really what what I want is I want to be able to press start for the matchup to start, and then it not just quit to Windows. <laughs> that would be really good. That for me would change everything. So, I'm I'm willing to hype it up a little bit. In that, even if the match just starts, that's an improvement on a lot of what I experience. Um, obviously. Macedon, you've worked with a, a lot of creative originals. They're awful in 20. Oh, I'm very aware. Yeah, and like... Jay is also very aware. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I joined Jay as the rage quit happened, so I've got very limited knowledge of Jay's um, time with the game. But yeah, like... Vance upon Vance we, upon Vance. All right. We've got it split into four shows, and yeah. two of them are heavily based on, on cause and they're an absolute nightmare. I sometimes when they send me through the match cards for me to record, I cry before I've even started because I know what's coming. <laughs> um, so yeah, just for it to work. When I press start, I just want it to work. Yeah, I mean, and I'll be happy then. That's got to be the biggest thing, obviously. That 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 two K and VC work on when it comes to twenty two is that stability as a whole needs to like it cannot. That's my biggest thought about about twenty two is that in no way, shape, or form can it resemble twenty. Oh, at all, no. In no way, if there is, and you know, you know that there are going to be a lot of the content creators on day one, pre first patch, who are going to go through it with a fine tooth comb and try to find every glitch, bug, exploit, and put that on YouTube. Yeah, 
they and, can't afford that press. And, and probably so many people are going to uh, overly try and break this game. Like, oh, like, absolutely. I am. It's going to be the first like week with that game is going to be like, okay, how can we break this? I'm going to try to play it online with people and be like, yeah, let's try to break this. Or if I could try <laughs> to find a way to parsec with it, like, yeah, let's break this. I want to, I want to reliably find ways to break that game because yeah. that's what their QA team should do. Yeah. You know, they've already done this to the new Madden game. <laughs> but they still released it. Let's not go down that Madden road. The bugs in there, like, I, I, okay, that's a, that's another podcast because I I almost cried. Like, oh, okay, I like the things you've changed. Oh, wait, none of them work. Oh, amazing. But I like what you're trying. But okay, um, and you throw balls. Yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously, Jay, two K twenty enforced a break for you, <laughs> quite literally. Um, yes. Oh God. Where, because obviously, yeah, I know that was good. Right? I know subtle ones are the best. Um, oh and obviously, your universe is all creation. Like yours is literally all creation. Even if some people get created badly to lose, which I won't go into, but fine. Um, what are you hoping? Is it gonna? Is there need to be something that's gonna get you back? Are you done with it? Have you lost faith? Do you think you could come back to it? Um, Where are you at with it? I think me and this game is less about me and it's more about you other content creators who put absolutely hours days weeks of work into this i uh, we've like using me as an example just it it took me to breaking point mm. like no pun intended with the disc as well but it's <laughs> i literally the game killed me off internally so many times mm. and i i just don't want with all this hype i mean they took a year out and with a year out they they announced it and then there's a delay already like there's there's already unfortunately red flags and warning signs there i wasn't as impressed with the edge screenshots as everybody else was because i saw the facial hair and the, the normal hair and i'm just thinking how much of a pain that was in the last edition's creation suite it's i'm just seeing a lot of a lot of red flags but recently i have been proven wrong about so many things so i'm i'm really hoping for everybody else that like mastodon says this knocks it completely out of the park it really has no other choice mm. it's it is pretty much do or die and if 2k22 does not do the absolute impossible and and just make it one of the best wrestling games ever i could see this possibly being the last simulation wrestling game that 2k does and then we'll get ea wrestling and that would be wwe ea and then if you think that the 2k bugs are bad just imagine yeah. what those madden yeah. bugs look like in a wrestling oh. video game <laughs> oh my god yeah the bugs, Listen, are, I bugs think, are really bad I think we, here's my solution we as a community we have enough time i think we all put you with three dollars aside <laughs> we take this money and we buy jay a digital copy so we no, can't please don't. If we all buy him a no. digital copy, he can't snap it. I just like I I watch a lot of wrestling content. I watch guys on YouTube. I was always a big Chris Denka fan. I I watch a lot of people on Twitch, as you guys all know. Shout out to the homie Denkops. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> like some of these people are like in this community are some of the most creative I have ever watched. Like with the way that people have set up different universes and how they go about presenting them. You know, I, I is how can you spoil a community like that with a game 
that doesn't work. You've got some, as I say, I have watched some of the most creative minds, you know, like how they've set up inter universes to interact with people through YouTube and Twitch. And it, it's been amazing. You know, from it, I've made genuine friendships, like lifelong friendships. I know people I'm going to work, like talk to for a long time. And I just think, give these people a game or give them some input listen to what the people want like you know the, the creative has to work that's for me the key is if you can get a game that works that people can create their stuff that would be the main focus for me is the creation that you've got in the community has to be perfect but you're right any little thing wrong with this game and you know like you know we just heard jay may never recover from what happened in, you know like it did destroy him like a lot of his content had to change his whole approach to it almost had to change from what he was doing at weekends and stuff to, to now um, because of that game. So they cannot get it wrong anymore. Like, and on that note, my, 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 my biggest ad would be like, and I've actually discovered this playing like historical titles, uh, you know, the SmackDown versus Raw's, the, mm. um, like the old school wrestling things. Hell, even Def Jam Viper New York and Vendetta oh, is Jam. that like, game. Oh. such a good game. But you know why? You know why people go back to those games years after? It's because they're fun. Yeah. I cannot remember the last wrestling title that was fun. Maybe. Like it's been a while. It, it 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 hasn't been a fun game. It has been like, oh, this is this looks close to realish kind of. But yeah. like, are you having the, fun? The Austin and, showcase. I enjoyed that one. What was that? With the Steve Austin showcase they did. I enjoyed uh, that, was that one. Fourteen? No, they, the 14, fourteen was. 15? Maybe fifteen was Austin. Was it? Yeah, fifteen. Yeah, yeah. I. Yeah, 14 no, was I with the taker that. stuff. Defeat yeah. the streak was, was fun as hell. Like, yes, defeat the streak was fun. Yep, it was. <laughs> that was I funny. liked 13, but that was just because it had that whole relive the attitude error and it gave you such a big roster to work with. See, right. so, there, so there's where I'm going. Does WWE's current product hurt 2K in what they're trying to do? Definitely do not think? helped. <laughs> I mean, well, with the releases and like stuff, definitely has my help. I mean, if they did it like they used to do and not these annoying towers, it would be okay. I personally don't like that I'm buying DLC and then in order for me to unlock said DLC, I have to sit there and play through tower mode. Yeah, no one really liked towers, did they, guys? <laughs> Who likes the towers? There are some no. people I'm not allowed in my universe because they won't play the towers. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Like, great, I pre-ordered the, you know, I pre-ordered the Fiend. What? I still have to fight a bunch of matches to get the guy I pre-ordered. Yeah. And the game wasn't exactly the best to play either. That's something no, they, need to, they, they need to, like, I look at the Twitch landscape, the YouTube landscape when it comes to the wrestling 2K games. It, it's all universes. There's there's very rarely, apart from the guys at um, New Legacy who do absolutely fantastic stuff with that game when they're playing it, I don't mm. see a lot of people actually playing the game. It, it's all a slot with the creative minds like it needs to make sense that it's fun to play yeah and like, like you said it's just like it's, it's not been fun yeah it's almost like where this is a necessity to play the game rather than actually choosing to play the game yeah because it's fun yeah, if totally. that makes sense yeah i think yeah, it is totally. i think it is the only game that i play where i never have fun playing it I, I literally I load it up so that Darry has content 
and then it crashes on me about 16 times. So I go off and have several alcoholic beverages and then come back and try and do it again. I hope, I hope <laughs> it pays you very, very well for it. I do. Yeah, you just yeah. haven't you haven't seen it yet. It's all in oh, okay. seeds of concern. I'm, I'm, sa- I'm, sa- I'm saving it for you for that rainy day. You know. Oh Watch yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, you guys can eat it. Like record the matches and mutter the words. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> it's my catchphrase when I'm playing the game. Oh, fuck's sake again! That's the that's the follow up. What was the one he was trying to record and it was crashing his Discord? The thing was crashing yes! so bad. Everything, just, everything just going down. It like literally just shut my whole PC down. I the to... game crashed your Discord? Yeah. Oh, his so... whole PC shut him down. <laughs> After about seven attempts, it were, it were an Elimination Chamber match with five cores and one regular. And it just... Uh, it went down, and then it then I'd get it going. Then I I got into the match, and everything just went. And I was like, "What the hell?" And I couldn't move anything. These lot could hear me kicking off, and then I turned up like physically shutting my PC off at the power to reboot it. Yeah, nothing worked. It hits yes, different. Remember. It does. Yeah, it hit it all three of hit you. The bottom of I've the seen canal. I've seen all three of you at points with two K twenty. Like I never want to see you guys like that again. Like. You know, like I've I've seen it. I mean, I know we I've... laugh about Jay snapping the disc. Well, try it to, you know. <laughs> good thing we get you doing them squats in your channel points. That's all I'm saying. Do you know what I mean? But um... I was close to ordering a disc version so that I could feel what Jay felt when he cut it off. <laughs> see, they, they seem to be short demand, though, because right? the price has gone up. Yeah, yeah they're, they're ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I'm not gonna lie though. There is a there is like a sick part of me that wants to. Because I ha I have a disc version of it and like just uninstall it completely, unplug my unplug my console from the internet and then play the pre <laughs> play the pre patch version of the game in oh. all of its calamity. Like there is a there is a sick part of my brain that's like since I'm not taking this seriously now, <laughs> how 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 bad is this? And then just like being like, oh right, the that. <laughs> Amazing. Well, fingers crossed. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm glad of the delay. I think games getting released too early scares me. You know, Madden has just been released as Cyberpunk. They may as well have called it Madden 2077 um, with the with the bugs that are in it. Um, like even like even even like now games that are like games of the year when they were in there initially, like like. Skyrim was a bloody was was a bloody buggy mess mm-hmm. when when Fallout. it first came out. Yep. Fallout. Witcher Three was unplayable. Witcher Three was nuts. It was Bad. nuts when it came. Now people are like, yeah, this game is like, yeah, first ballot game of the game of the century. But like when the first, like, I can go with Fallout seventy two. It was horrible. Yeah, Six. horrible seventy six. No, you know. Yeah. It was. Just- that game is. I'm sure that game is. I mean, but also like um, more recently, a game that's hit a resurgence. No Man's Sky. Yeah. No Man's yeah. Sky was the worst when it came out. Yeah. Now people are enjoying it. They're doing some great. I've I've actually like one of my my like sit at home and while while background noise is on things that I do is I just I look at the like creations that people make for their bases in 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 No Man's Sky. Yeah, just yeah, as you say, yeah, all them games—they all come out buggy to all hell. 
I mean, I was super hyped for Cyberpunk. And then again, I watched some stuff on Twitch and I'm like, oh, oh dear. God. Another one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, it's just, it's difficult. It's games. That's why, games that's why time. Jay's been sticking with the racing simulators. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's literally um... car crash viewing. I love it. <laughs> oh my God. The there is another clip of Jay playing racing simulators. So don't think he gets it easy on them. I've seen him break his desk. Yeah. Oh, During no. a charity stream, no doubt. For charity somebody stream. else's charity. Yeah. Nah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that was Jay. Charity stream for somebody else's charity and he broke his desk in rage. Didn't you, Jack? Huh? Why do we watch you? <laughs> well, these, that's my catchphrase. That's... <laughs> oh, bless. Does she love me? Yeah. <laughs> Right, coming up towards the end. So it is review time, but first we've got a brand new guy to introduce the reviews for Geo this week. So let's roll that. Yo, this is Vince Russo, bro, and I am here to talk about Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast. But if I want, really want to break it down... If I really want to pick somebody out, I'm here to talk about Geo, who reviews one pay-per-view a week, and usually bad ones. Geo, one pay-per-view a week? Bro, I don't watch one pay-per-view a year. What pay-per-views are you watching every single week, Geo? And I also hear, bro, you only review the bad ones. Geo, newsflash, they're all bad, bro. Whatever wrestling pay-per-view you review is going to be bad. You know why? Because Vince Russo is not booking anymore, Geo. That's why. So you're not going to get any more good pay-per-views anymore. You know why, bro? Because here's the question, bro. Here's the question, Geo. When you're watching these worthless pay-per-views, bro, ask yourself this question, bro. Who books this shit? Who books this shit, Geo? Not me, baby. Not me, bro. Ha. Roasted by Vince Russo, Geo. Roasted. <laughs> Absolutely roasted by Vince Russo. None left. Amazing. Sorry, God bless him. Sorry. You got the shit under the stick this yeah, week. I got we, we can, so we did it last week, and we'll do it this week. We let our two guests pick a, um, a pay-per-view each. And I don't know what I did to upset our guest last week, but I got Bash at the Beach 1995. Four. I believe your words were, yeah, this is your thing now. Yeah, I don't ever <laughs> want to do it again. That was horrible. Um, Bash at the Beach 94 was Hogan's in-ring WCW debut. Uh, he beat Ric Flair um, with Mr. T and Jimmy Hart in his corner. Oh, she had, Sherry got stopped by Mr. T and Hogan took control of the match, hit the leg drop, and then, yeah, it was great. Shaquille O'Neal come out. Oh, it was horrendous. Um, and the rest of the card wasn't very good either. Um, the only match I was looking forward to was Vader versus the Guardian Big Boss Man Angel. And that ended in the weirdest disqualification ever. Like, Harley Race grabbed a nightstick. Guardian Angel took it back. And the referee just disqualified him for holding the nightstick. And I just like, wait, what? Anyway, um, yeah, this was w early WCW. 
it was it was pretty bad. Stephen Regal taking on Johnny B. Bad for the TV title was was decent. Uh, there was a really solid tag match with Terry Funk and Bunkhouse Buck. They beat Dustin Rhodes and Arn Anderson. Um, seeing Meng was amazing, uh, by the way. Well, Haku, but yeah, he was he was in that. Um, and stay, Steve Austin uh, defeated Ricky Stamp Ricky Steamboat for the United States title. Ricky Steamboat hit a crossbody. Momentum flipped. One of those which I never understand how they get the one two threes with their momentum flips from crossbodies. But they do. Um, but I never, ever want to watch nonsense like that ever again. <laughs> so that was Bash at the Beach 94. But it was a big deal because obviously Hogan in-ring debut. You know, it was a, it was a big time for WCW. Um, and I did, I have to say, the year later, I did actually get into WCW. I was quite a big fan during 95, 96. And then it started to turn a little bit bad. You know, a little bit here and there went a bit wayward, but yeah, it was um, the early stuff was was pretty horrendous. And what did you get, Gia? I got WrestleMania 2000. It's like the peak of wrestling. Yeah, maybe my favorite main event of all time. For the peak of wrestling, it's a weird pay per view because there was no Stone Cold (laughs) and there was no Undertaker. Did you feel like that? This one was like a start of a like a proper turning point you know one of them times we always have in wwe I mean, like was, i see them changing it was, it was definitely more to you know it, it definitely was triple h and the rocks time to, to shine on everything but it was it was just weird because like you're used to seeing austin and taker at that time at every pay-per-view and it's like oh wait neither one of them are here <laughs> um Highlights for you, obviously, open Big Boss Man and Bull Buchanan. Damn, I forgot they were a thing. Uh, I forgot they were a thing. Ice singing yeah. out the Godfather. Yeah. Oh, my God. Ice-T and the whole train singing out Godfather and D'Lo Brown. Big props to D'Lo Brown, by the way. Big fan of D'Lo. Looking at the real deal now. Yeah, I was always a big fan. I remember trying to go to school, walking into school, trying to do the neck thing. Didn't really work out so good for me. And hardcore Holly <laughs> botching himself to a hardcore title victory. Yeah, is that the one? So is that the one where they hit him with JR's sweets and the ref yes! didn't actually like hit the three but rung the bell anyway? Yep. That was, yeah, don't know what the hell happened there. But yeah, hardcore Holly won and he looked pretty mad. Um, um highlighted the next match with Chester McCheeserton, sir. Oh. Chester McCheeserton of Head Cheese, Al Snow and Steve Blackman. And I loved Steve Blackman. Props out to Steve Blackman. When you actually go back and watch a lot of the matches he did, he was he was pretty damn good, you know. This was, was one of those theme songs that as soon as the like opening bar dropped, like you knew that somebody was gonna get hurt. Yeah. Like a SummerSlam like, match with Shane. Woo. It's like, it's like, it's like, you know that like if you were in the ring, there are like three wrestlers theme songs you just didn't want to hear like ken shamrock yeah like steve blackman and like the acolyte slash apa if you were in the ring and those themes hit fuck yeah. my life yeah <laughs> career it's over. one of my favorite new legacy videos they took like an hour and a half when they weren't supposed to and they just sat there mixing steve blackman's music with other people's music <laughs> That sounds like such a thing they like would they do. Were like. doing it to goof off at first while they were loading up their stuff. And then it, 
everybody just kept sending them in, so they spent like almost two hours just remixing Steve Blackman. Oh my god. Um, um obviously it was the, the la first ladder match, wasn't it? The the Edge oh, Christian Dudley's parties. Like everybody everybody's like TLC. No, this was one of the best ladder matches. So which one do you prefer? I'll put that to everyone. The WrestleMania or SummerSlam triple threat? Edge I'd Christian Dudley's Hardys. I'd go with this one because you got the Hardy dive, you got the spear. What do you guys think? Mm. I'm going to go SummerSlam. Yeah, I'm going with SummerSlam as well. Not just to disagree with Geo, but that does help. Research. <laughs> 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 Jay? Yeah, with those, with those three teams, it's just every single one is just such a banger. I mean Absolutely. that is like choosing between amazing. And People also don't talk about the 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 so-called forgotten TLC match, the one that happened on SmackDown between mm -hmm. the three teams. Yeah, yeah, they've done three. I'll probably have to say WrestleMania X7's TLC triple threat with all three teams is one of my favorite matches of all time. See, I like the one on Raw where you know Jericho. It was I think it was Jericho was teaming. No, it was Kane. It was Kane and Hurricane, and like one of them didn't make it. Kane didn't make it out, and Hurricane did it by himself. It was great. <laughs> Goodness. Yeah, love a, love a TLC. Do you think they've done the ladder match to death now, though? Do you think it's lost its excitement because of Money in the Bank? I or think you it still get hyped? made a pay-per-view out of it. Yeah, I I don't think the TLC and the in the way that the I don't in the way that the WWE has done ladder matches. Um, it's they they suffer from a case of taking something good and giving us way too much of it, mm. like what they did with the Fiend. Um, they yeah, gave us Hell in a Cell every year. Hell in a Cell. It's <laughs> Hell in a Cell should be a a a, a an end all be all match where it has to end in a Hell in a Cell. Yeah, like it used to be. Um, I've I've frequently said that like Money in the Bank should be two matches at WrestleMania. It should not be its own pay per view. Yep. TLC should not exist. Um, Hell in a Cell should not exist in the pay per view. In fact, the only gimmick pay per views, in my opinion, that should exist are Survivor Series and the Royal Rumble. Yeah, on the Money in the Bank thing, it made sense when it was on WrestleMania because you had until the following WrestleMania yeah. to cash it in, yep. and that's what gave you that. Oh my God, are they going to cash it in at Mania? Like now, it's like oh well. Actually, you need to cash it in like three months before WrestleMania. Um, just you can't have that big moment unless you want to cash in really early, and then we've got no build to the briefcase at all. Right? Yeah, yeah, totally agree. Because I go back like some of my favorite matches ever have been like ladder matches. You know, like Shawn Michaels Razor because it was like, wow, what is this? You know, and then the Edge, Dudley's and Hardy's thing, and now it feels like everything is up a ladder. You know, it's just like, oh, I, I don't know. It's a shame because. That should be like a Hell in a Cell, like a TLC. At least it's not Judy Bagwell on a pole. <laughs> hey, um, um, I can't tell you much about the next match because I was uh, getting myself a snack. That is definitely <laughs> Terry Reynolds versus the cat in a cat fight with Val Venus as the referee. Does look like a snack moment. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I kind of checked out to go make the nachos. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. but want to know what sauce he used. Terry Reynolds. With fabulous moolah, <clears throat> did win that match um, in the cat fight with Valvinus. I will give a shout out. I've said it before. One of my favorite matches ever. It would be always in my top three. Is Valvinus versus Rikishi in a cage? I think at No Mercy 2000. I want to say 
There was fully much, loaded. there was like fully loaded. Thank you. Absolutely. Rikishi come off the top and just destroyed Valvinus. Like, I, I still think he's and he's still pushing was... parts out, like popping back up. But yeah, great match. As I, as I was making the nachos, I heard the wonderful tones of Right to Censor. Yes. Love Right to Censor. Warning. <laughs> Warning. Awesome. Um, then you had an intergender tag team match. China and Too Cool. Taking on the yeah. Radicals of Saturn, Malenko, and Guerrero. I loved the Radicals. I loved all four of them when they joined. Good Lord. Um, and then speaking of that, again, would be in the conversation one of my favorite matches ever. Two full triple threat match. First full for the European Championship. Second full for the Intercontinental Championship. Benoit, Jericho, Kurt Angle. And Kurt Angle had both titles, I think, at the time, didn't he? He was yes, double champ. But yeah, great, great match. Uh, Benoit left, Jericho left European title and Benoit left with the Intercontinental title. Um, yeah, amazing. And then some weird four-minute tag match of Kane and Rikishi taking on DX. I don't know, I think that was, um, yeah. Pete Rose took a sink face. Pete Rose, man. The poor <laughs> things that Kane and Pete Rose, has, you know, Kane has done to Pete Rose over the years, you know. Yikes. And then, of course, now, as I say, one of my favorite main events of WrestleMania ever. Fatal 4-Way, a McMahon in every corner, Triple H, Rock, Mick Foley, and Big Show. And he's actually one of my sound alerts as one of the greatest pieces of JR commentary of all time, in my view, at the end when Stephanie's up in the Rock's face and he says to King, he's like, I don't think he'll do anything. And then she slaps him and JR's like, oh, he might do something. And then, bam, she gets rock-bottomed. Um... Tremendous, tremendous. And that kicked off such a good few months of wrestling, though, because like, I think it was Backlash where Austin come back and then it was Judgment Day when Taker come back on a bike. Like 2000 WWE, you look now and you just think, oh, God, how did, how did it go from that to this in just 20 years, you know? Like, how? How did it happen? I don't know. Right, but you know what? We have got two guests. It is episode 101. You guys can pick a pay-per-view. I'll do one more. I'll do one more. So, Jay, you can pick a pay-per-view for Geo and Mastodon if you could pick a pay-per-view for me to review for next week. They can be WCW or WWE of any era. So, Jay, you go first. What's Geo going to watch this week? Let's go with SummerSlam 2007. Okay. Right, and I might regret this just because of some... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to yeah, be man, too evil just, about I'm this. I'm sitting here thinking I know some of the cards I've sent him, but the things I've asked... I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think this through, did I? <laughs> yeah, never forget that multi-man tag match. You Stop. Yeah, that's literally... Oh. I literally, I said goodnight as that match started, and then I woke up to a message like, yeah, never book that again. <laughs> Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right, pay per view though. You know what? You know what? Um, I'm gonna give you a banger. Oh, gonna give you a banger. Uh, the pay per view that you're gonna review is going to be uh, since since you guys talked about 2000, let's go back to other WrestleManias. WrestleMania 19. Okay. And. My opinion is the best WrestleMania that has happened of all time. Um, yeah, 
I'm going to give you WrestleMania 19 to do. 19 was at actual. Let's look at it. Yeah, okay. Okay. I don't know either. Uh, no, yeah. You guys, you guys are generous. We must have treated you nicely. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to look. I'm playing the long game. I don't want you to send me more of those tag team matches. Yeah. Yeah. I don't ever want to go back and watch one of them tag team matches. I was like, yeah, I was watching the VOD as I opened in Discord, and I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I'm literally where you are right now. God, hey, you got to learn. You got to learn these things. I'm just upset. All I'm praying for is special referee because we're, yeah, that's all I need. Special referee I mean, matches 2K, please. Um, <laughs> I, if you if you're looking for my for my for my top three shopping list for for 2K22, obviously so, special ref is on there. Um, but also intergender wrestling. Yeah. Um, and and with that, women women superstars in CAWs to have the ability to bleed in matches because they because women have blood and they should be able to bleed um but but also and i know a lot of people are claiming for war games i don't think it would work inside of a simulation based wrestling game uh so i don't want i don't want war games instead of war games i'd like either the return of uh championship scrambles or gauntlet matches gauntlet matches yeah that would be able to work inside universe a big problem with war games they don't do anything with the cage or the cell now. What are they going to do with war games? That's, That's exactly what my point yeah. is. Is that yeah. like it, they would enter the cage like a Royal Rumble cutscene? What the fun in war games is getting under the ring before you enter, coming in with weapons and doing things with those weapons. Yeah. AI is not going to do that. And yeah, I think it's if you're playing it, then it kind of feels like it would be like a Royal Rumble cutscene. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, hundred percent. There you go. So if, to, if anyone works for 2K in Iran, listen to the man. <laughs> right. I think that's it. We've, we've taken up too much of your time. Episode 100 is coming to an end. I just wanted to take this opportunity to say thanks to every guest that we've had, especially you guys taking time out of your time, uh, your day to come on uh, with uh, episode 100. Uh, let's give them a quick shout out. Jay Calls on Twitch. Follow him. He's a genius. He's very, very good at what he does. He's very, very entertaining. Has a fantastic community. He's actually a really nice guy. Jay, you can pay me later for that shout out. And of course, it's Mastodon on Twitch. Definitely, if you're a wrestling fan, I urge you. It's it's beautiful what's been created there. And I know, as I say, you don't take a lot of compliments as well, but what you've created there is something real family-based. You know, it is a community. For me... I would say what Mastodon's creating on there is what I watch Twitch for. You know what I mean? Especially in Discord and Twitch, it's definitely what I I got involved in it for. So uh, make sure you follow and check it out for yourself. Uh, And I'm not biased, even though, you know, maybe I am a little bit, but I'm not. It is genuinely like that. Um, And Damo, the Damo88 stream sometimes when I tell him to play Football Manager. So, you know, it's all good. Make sure you follow them. Now, we're going to close out with one final cameo sound. Lead us out. Gio, we're going to lead out with Hornswoggle, and I will see you next week. Hey, guys, former WWE Superstar Hornswoggle here. I wanted to wish the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast a very, very special congratulatory 100th episode celebration. Congrats, guys. 100 episodes is absolutely incredible. Keep it up. See you in another 100.